All right, we're live, and today we're gonna to talk about all the little things that add up for long-term business success, plus we'll answer your Q&A questions. Um, any questions you have around um, marketing, business, life in general. Hello, Dean from Boise, Idaho. Uh, hello, Callum. Um, hello, Akshaya. I didn't know there's, a, there's like an Akshay and there's an Akshaya. Beautiful. But yeah, I mean, here's what I've been thinking about the last couple of days, and um, feel free to you know add your questions in here, but all the little interactions I have, they all add up to long-term business success, right? So I, I mentioned um, last year I was at a conference, I was just walking around, and one person happened to listen to a podcast, pointed at me, said, podcast guy, and 10 months later, not just immediately, 10 months later, that led to a multiple six-figure contract, right? And that's just one example. Another example is actually at that very conference, I saw I saw one of one of my my friends tweet, and that was actually uh, one of my friends that had been talking about working with us for a while, and we actually met at a bar at the hotel, and had a drink, and that client is still with us today. Like they're they they love the work that we do, and they've been with us for a while, and so just the other day too, we were looking at our software, and we're th we're saying, okay, you know what? The next step is one of the things that we need to do is we need to think about. We have to think about, well, security. And security is a big thing. And lo and behold, one of the guys I used to play uh, drums with in high school, uh, I've actually known him since elementary school, he actually works in, he worked in security at Firefox, worked in security, now he's over at Uber. And so he's a pretty good guy in terms of security because we need our platform to be very secure, especially for uh, enterprise companies. They need to have that kind of layer of um, confidence that what, we, what we're building for them um, is going to not only work, but also uh, not screw them over. So that's a big concern uh, for the software that we're building. Uh, Aloha, Daniel. Um, must be very early in the morning for you right now. And so my point is, what am I getting at here? My point is all these little things where sometimes you think, oh, I'm gonna go to this conference, I didn't get like an immediate ROI from it, or this relationship I had where I played drums with this guy, wasn't sure if I was ever gonna talk to him, but we, we connected on Facebook. It's like all these little chance interactions these lucky moments that lead to big results. And it, it's, it's what you do with these results at the end of the day. Um, it, it was a lucky moment for me to be, um, you know, starting the podcast, right? I started at the, at the right time. And it's also because I got influenced from just by listening to this one person, right? And it was a lucky moment where I was just walk, walking with Neil and he thought that I came up with the idea around, hey, we should do a podcast together. And that's how we have marketing school, right? So it's all these little micro interactions that you, if you go into the interaction thinking that you should expect something from it, usually it's gonna to lead to disappointment. But when you come into something and you don't have many expectations, like here's the, here's the thing. Last year, this, the, one of the conferences, we, we didn't sponsor it, right? We just went to it. But when you start sponsoring conferences and you have to have more expectations from it, it's granted it's still early right now, uh, maybe the results aren't that good. And then when you don't have any expectations, like we went to this other conference for our software recently, those were the best results. So the other lesson here is when you go into something, maybe don't have any expectations and then amazing things will happen. Um, but again, I, I just, I chalk a lot of this stuff up to chance, but also I talked about the concept of return on luck. So return on luck is basically, we all get lucky to one point. I'm gonna use Bill Gates again as an example. Bill Gates, one of the richest men in the world, right? And people can make the argument, oh, he's lucky. He grew up in a you know upper class family. He's a white male, grew up in America. He's so lucky, right? But that's not the main thing. The main thing is, there, okay, if we're gonna say that's that's like that is equivalent to luck, but there's so many of those in America, right? There's so many so many uh, privileged, 
Um, you can say privileged. You can say they grew up uh, white, so they had an advantage too. You can say they grew up, you know, all these different things. They went to a good school, blah, 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 blah. So that's probably not the main thing, right? But what did Bill Gates do that was different? Well, he maximized his luck. His return on luck was way higher. So what I would encourage you to do is uh, Google Jim Collins' return on luck. Read that. Save it in your Evernote. Save it in whatever. You, save it in your pocket. Save it in whatever note-taking app that you use. Save that, right? Because then, then that totally, like my, my my dad always talks about how lucky people are, right? And now I can just say, look, it's 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 people are lucky to a certain extent. But it's what you, how you make the most of that luck, right? So you find these little chance moments, you get lucky with them, and then they can lead to bigger and bigger things. And um, you know, luckily, like I've taken advantage of some things, and some things have worked out, some things haven't worked out. But um, you know, that that's that's my point around that. Um, so I'm gonna answer some questions here. Uh, Dean Hart says it's called hard work. Uh, Dean, you know what I would say? I, I think hard work is important, but it's also working on the right things and knowing when to give up, right? Because um, you know, there's kind of a fine line that you have to stretch. Like it's, you can work hard, and but if you're working on the wrong things, then at the end of the day, there's, like, what's the point, right? Um, so, you know, also looking at, also looking at, okay, look, look, looking at all the interactions that you're gonna have. Like, you know, is hard work really the, the X factor, or is it coming up with good ideas and then eliminating the bad ideas quickly, and then working hard on, on just focusing on the ones that are working? That's what I was trying to get at. Okay. Um, so let's see, Chris says your content is awesome. I have a question. Uh, I have prospects that want detailed proposals with prices before going through a discovery process. How can I give them what they want without proper discovery? Chris, what I would say, by the way, we have a program around this, uh, go to singlegrain.com slash live, that's L-I-V-E, and you can check out our program that talks about how you can build a client acquisition system, build, you know, the agency of, of your dreams. You can check that out. And if it makes sense, you can sign up uh, for a call with, with our team. Uh, but you know, in, in terms of, you know, prospects want a detailed proposal. They got to get on a call with you. Like if they're not willing to get on a call, because what you can tell them and say, Hey, look, I'm happy to give you a proposal, but I have more questions for you. Otherwise I'm going to give you a cookie cutter proposal and that's going to be a waste of everyone's time. You wouldn't like it if I wasted your time, right? Because you know, time is not something you're, you're going to get back. That's an easy way to get them to commit to it. And then always make sure um, that you're closing the next appointment each time you get on one of these calls. Okay. Um, Angelo says, hey, I've been emailing and sending DMs on IG and Facebook to see if I can volunteer for the Marketing School event. Um, absolutely, Angelo, we're still looking for volunteers, so I will check my DMs. Um, I apologize, I'm very bad at email, I'm very bad at DMs. Um, so I'm glad that um, you asked here. And Luigi, the Chinese, uh, says, hey, Eric, I respect you a lot. Thank you for the brilliant work you're doing. Thank you. This is Luigi, Italian, living and doing e-commerce businesses in Shenzhen, China. <laughs> After several year experiences reaching eight-figure businesses, I feel the need to spread the knowledge acquired. Um, I'm brainstorming, brainstorming on the plan to create a personal brand and frankly, I see you as a genius mentor. So in short, the question is, if you have only one piece of advice to a newbie approaching a personal brand, um, strategic plan, what am I going to say? So I would say, look, if you're starting out tactically, start with, start with going live like this. Okay. You could, like blogs are very competitive right now. All these other ones are very competitive. Start going live and then um, you can you can do a podcast at the same time because video can, can become audio at the same time. Look, you're, you're not going to be that good in the beginning. You're going to get better over time. You're gonna, probably going to get better faster than I did. And um, yeah, you just do that and you stay consistent with it. Go, I, I wouldn't say, you know, it's not even a one-year journey. It's a two-year journey. Uh, and then just keep working hard that way and then keep working smart. Keep saying no to all these opportunities because we're all drowning in opportunity. Um, and just focus really on the things that are working. The, one of the big mistakes I made, I'm sure you guys have made these mistakes too, is drowning in too much opportunity 
um, and, and, and losing focus, right? I think it's really important that um, you lock that in. Uh, Akshaya says, hey, our target audience is a C-suite. Any tips on how to extend our reach to them? You know, what I'll, what I'll say, this is easy, easy um, to say because, I mean, we've been doing it. It's just go to conferences. I mean, that's where the C-suite's hanging out. That's where the people you want to talk to are hanging out. Befriend them. Build relationships with them, right? Um, and that's going to go a long way because that's where these people go. They, that's where they go to learn. That's where they go to bring their team. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'll say about that. Um, yeah, so, look. Going back to the scan, right? I'm thinking again more to you know these little um, fortunate moments that I've had, right? Um, with Neil too, reading the how did I? Actually, no, let's not even talk about Neil right now. Let's talk about the software. The software, how did that? How did my partnership with my CTO even happen? It just so happened that I was browsing Facebook, and on Facebook, he actually put something in a Facebook group that I don't even read often. And that post got a lot of engagement because he said, look, I, you know, I founded this company, I founded that company, I'm a technical guy, I'm looking for my next project. And I wasn't even looking for, to do a, a, a project at the time. I was just like, oh, this seems like a really good, um, he seems really smart, I should just respond. And there's already a bunch of comments in there and I responded and he already went through 15 other phone calls with other potential partners and we got on a call and you know, from that moment on, like, we decided that it would be good for us to partner up and we've been partnered up for two years we're still working really hard on, on the software, but that was a stroke of luck too. So you're continuing to strike the iron and then you make the most of that luck too because other people try to you know get lucky. Facebook algorithm surfaced and for some reason I, I was able to slip through. But it's also because of previously, I had a track record for making things happen too. Um, so you, you control what you can control and you find these lucky moments and then again, don't take these little micro interactions for granted um, because they, they go a long way. Like. Man, like, you know, now all of a sudden I'm talking to a buddy that I used to play drums with in high school, and then all of a sudden, like, I partner with a guy because of a Facebook algorithm. I'm good friends with Neil. We have a marketing school podcast because I started a podcast a couple years before that and I just didn't give up. And I met him through, like, by reading his blog and just asking him questions and not giving up. Like, all these things add up, right? And, and you have your own lucky moments, and then it's really on you to make the most of them, right? So, Getting a little theoretical with it, but I mean, I actually gave you some really practical examples too. Um, so yeah, uh, Rosh, absolutely learning to say no takes time. By the way, guys, if you guys are interested in the LA event um, and you're interested in a VIP dinner with Neil and I, you can go to singlegrain.com slash DTLA, stands for downtown LA. Um, you can also go, if you're inter interested in acquiring more clients, you can watch the video that we have and then maybe talk to our team. We do have a program for you on that. It's singlegrain.com slash live, that's L-I-V-E. You can check it out. It's not a fit for everyone, but if you're interested in doing it, seeing how we did it, we got it all in there for you, all right? Alejandro says, um, what are the prices that are in the average ticket in the U.S. from bottom low to high for the same service like Google Ads for marketing for agencies? Alejandro, I'll say, you know, on the low end for, um, if you're charging for kind of, you know, paid ads as an example, right? You might charge anywhere from $500 a month to maybe, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month, maybe $5,000 a month, right? But if you want to be able to charge more money, if you want to be able to scale, what you got to do is you got to deliver a transformation, right? A transformation is like you're bundling maybe a couple services together and you're saying, hey, we're going to deliver, you know, um, we're going to deliver more leads for you, right? Then it becomes a different conversation versus um, you're just delivering this one service. And we're still working on that right now. Um, pricing is something to always kind of play around with. And actually in the program itself that we have, uh, if you go to singlebrain.com slash live, um, we actually talk about pricing in there and we talk about this one 
um, this one thing that completely shifted our, um, really increased our pricing by like 10x, 20x, and I recommend checking that out. Um, Srinivas, Srinivasan says, um, hey Eric, maybe a stupid question, by the way, there's no stupid questions, um, but maybe a question, what's the difference between an agency and a consultancy slash consulting company? So an agency and a consultancy, um, consultants can be like one person. An agency is you actually got people working with you. Um, that's kind of the way I see it. Um, but that being said, you know, if you look at Bain and McKinsey, those are consultancies, right? And those are management consultants. Um, I think they're actually pretty close to be honest because the agency program we have, you can make the argument that we are helping consultants as well. It's basically how to get more clients at the end of the day, right? How to get more high ticket, high ticket clients and you know, how to get them to, to stay around and, and really build a long-term relationship with them. Um, Daniel says, I'm in Chile at the moment, so time is ideal. My question is, when positioning your services to prospects, do you offer multiple options? Um, high, medium, low, etc. Yes, that's exactly what we do, high, medium, low. That way you give them three different options and then they'll select the one that makes the most sense to them. It makes it easier for them uh, to do that. Um, Puneet says hello. I say hello as well to you, Puneet. And um, other than that, uh, again, I, I wanna go back to, you know, Let's look at this over here, okay? Let's look at this. This book over here, Leadership and Self-Deception. I read this book, and guess what? This week, we're doing a retreat. Uh, we're doing a retreat in California, and uh, with my EO group, what did I do? I got to plan learning, which, is mean, I, I, which means I got to plan the content for the retreat. It's like eight other entrepreneurs, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna call these people up because I read this book, and I, I heard of this book because I watched a video on YouTube with, with uh, the CEO of Slack talking about this book. And I had the book already. I just hadn't gotten around to reading it. And it happens a lot. This is why I always listen to podcasts and I always end up ordering the books. No matter what, my book collection just continues to grow. Because eventually, once, I know every single book I have is going to be recommended. So they're going to be good, right? So I read this book. I read it in maybe like two sittings. Um, and that was because of one YouTube video for three minutes. I watched it while I was eating lunch. And then I read the book and I said, you know what? I'm handling the learning content for this retreat. And guess what? I called them up and I said, hey, I want one of your best, um, one of your best coaches and I want you guys to do a four hour session. We'll pay you for it. Fly them over from Utah and then they're doing a four hour session with us. And so how powerful is that? One YouTube video to reading a book to all of a sudden I have these people coming to spread the knowledge with um, with my, my my EO forum right which I've been with for six years and it's gonna go a long way I just know it's gonna be amazing but it's just God these little things just add up it's like this step to this step to this step which is similar to the, the book that I have coming right leveling up it's like you, you do this little seed and it sprouts into this other stuff and then you you what's happening is it's the same thing with our content production too You're, we're pollinating the, the knowledge now with my EO group and they're gonna pollinate it to other people too. Um, and the fact that I'm talking about this book right now, Leadership and Self-Deception, you guys might, one of you might read it and then you might talk about, hey, some, um, you know, you're, maybe you're going to have someone else read it too and you're going to spread it to your, to your friends. Um, so, Puneet says, uh, could you please discuss your done for you, with you and do it yourself package on your website? Uh, by the way, if you want to learn more about it, singlegrain.com slash live to learn how to get more clients for your consultancy, for your agency, you can talk with our team, watch the video, it's going to be really helpful for you. Uh, we talk about how to build that, uh, how to build that traffic machine. So, you know, look, the do-it-yourself, what we have on our website is, um, when you come to our website, Single Brain, we have our agency services, right? That, that's done for you. We're doing the work for you, right? We have a done with you as well, which is our strategy. Like we'll create a strategy for you, sure, uh, but you kind of have to go do the strategy on your own. So we'll help you with the strategy, but you guys have to go do the strategy. So that's, that, that's done with you. 
do-it-yourself is more so um, you are buying our maybe our um, training programs that we have and you just do it on your own you can also you can just you, if you can't pay for that check out our free content like this is free right now uh, check out our marketing school podcast that's free check out our YouTube channel free uh, check out a growth everywhere podcast also free so look we got free we got do-it-yourself pay for it yourself we got done with you which is a strategy which is usually like a one-time thing and then done for you is more more so like we're executing on the work for you um, so there's just so many different tiers and look Nobody can complain because we got free stuff, we got paid stuff, we got everything across the board. We even had live events now, Marketing School Live. You can go to singlegrain.com slash DTLA to apply. Neil and I are even doing a VIP dinner around that. So if you want to meet uh, Neil and I for a dinner, it's going to be a dinner in a nice spot in downtown LA. That's the night before um, the event. That's amazing uh, that we get to meet some of you. And some people have already signed up for that as well. So if you want to check out the dinner, um, you can just fill out that form and then uh, singlegrain.com slash DTLA for that. Uh, Daniel says... What plugin do you use for your forms on your website? I love the stage process they take you through when capturing the info. Um, we don't use a plugin for that, uh, Daniel. That's custom built. But if you are going to use a plugin, I recommend using uh, Gravity Forms for WordPress. Gravity Forms is also really good. Um, so yeah. Anyway, guys, um, you know, look, I can I can beat this with a dead horse. Like, I'm looking at my backpack right now, and you know, unfortunately, one of my um, one of my close friends passed away recently, and. Um, that was a micro interaction too, because he recommended I get a backpack, right? Because well, I used to have like a Timbuktu backpack, and he's like, "Look, you know, the reason I got a more expensive backpack, and I know someone that can give me discounts, um, so that's great. Um, so find people that can give you discounts too. But I got a Tumi backpack. It's a nice leather backpack, and it's like, oh, you know, people are like, oh, it's so bougie, expensive, whatever. But when you walk into business meetings with that, I actually get comments about it, and it's good comments, and people." What he said before is like people, it, it adds to your legitimacy, right? People don't think like you're a kid walking around with a backpack. And um, it certainly, it gives you more confidence. It, it feels better. Um, and so that's that's one thing I'm willing to splurge on. And I got like a hefty discount on it too. So, you know, why not? But that's a micro interaction too. So, you know, it's all these little things that add up to make you who you are. Um, don't discount them. Don't think just because you don't get an ROI immediately from something that it's not going to take you a long way because it definitely does. All the little things that have happened to me so far is just all these little micro interactions. Like this microphone itself is a micro interaction too, right? Um, so anyway, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I'll answer a couple more questions. Um, so uh, thank you, Justin, for that. Um, Puneet says, what's the price range of each of those? So do it yourself, done with you, done for you. Honestly, like our our training programs, you're probably going to pay like over $1,000 for each of them. $1,000, $2,000 or so. Um, our strategies, you know, let's say you might pay 10 grand for a strategy. I, I'm just giving you numbers right now, right? Um, it's, these, these are not exactly our numbers. Um, for services, you might charge, you know, 30, 40, 50 grand. If you're starting out, you might charge $500. You might charge $1,000, $250. And it also matters, you know, what country you're in too, right? So you just got to figure out what works for you. And by the way, the pricing you have today is not necessarily the pricing you're going to have long term. So you got to take that into account too. You got you got to be constantly adjusting um, over and over, right? Uh, Puneet, one more question from your side. We could get digital marketing clients from Google, but are there any other inbound strategy? Also, what outbound strategy do you use other than cold call? So Puneet, what I recommend: check out the video singlegrain.com/live. That's L-I-V-E. Check that out, and that talks about our inbound strategy and what works for us. Different strategies in there. It's a free video to check out, and if it makes sense, you can always book a call with our, our team later. Um, outbound. We actually don't do much outbound on the agency side. We actually do more outbound with um, our software. And that's a little hack for you, right? Because 
if you have a good piece of software or like a widget, it's easier to pitch that to people versus like an agency because there's a lot of consultancies and agencies out there. So if you can position yourself differently, maybe lead with a product, product-led growth, um, then you will find that your results are gonna be a little different. And that's been working really well for us. So guys, that is it for today. If you wanna check out the event that's happening in June uh, in Los Angeles with Neil and I for the marketing school event, singlegrain.com slash DTLA. And if you wanna learn how to get more clients, we actually got a video for you on that. It's a free video and you can book a call with us singlegrain.com slash live, that's L-I-V-E. Uh, and that is it for today. Um, before I go, I'll answer your question, Daniel. How big a part of LinkedIn is regarded generating new clients? I'll tell you, some of our biggest clients have actually come through LinkedIn, um, and two were big companies, but that's also because people knew who I was already. So um, if you are able to you know, build some kind of mini brand yourself, um, I consider I have like a little mini brand, and that's gonna go a long way. Just make sure you actually respond to LinkedIn, and um, you know, try to don't use the in-mail. Try to reach out to people, make make it like an organic conversation. Like, hey, like you, you have something that you can help them with, versus like the little in-mail. The in-mails never work, but connecting with people over LinkedIn and maybe meeting with them uh, that goes a long way. So, guys, that is it for today. Um, I'm gonna be doing more and more of these. Um, we're trying to. It's, it's actually gonna be like a longer live each week um, and a more predictable time. But I have travel coming up this week uh, and next week too. So. Um, you know, that's why we're doing it Tuesday at this time. So I hope you enjoyed it. Look, share this with people. Um, you know, try to let's try to help the channel grow. We're at 17,000 subscribers right now on the YouTube side, uh, the podcast side. Please share this as well because um, we're we're actually kind of repurposing these. Um, so yeah, that's it for today, and we will see you uh, in the next live. Out.